What's the one thing that I've got that you haven't got? Your attention, and thank you for it. I am your host and mentor, Shannon Lynn, and welcome to It's Positively Spiritual. This is a podcast series sent to you on the daily to create awareness and educate you on how you can become empowered to thrive positively in your life by exposing you to the not-so-positive in your life. This is straight talk content that exposes you to your feelings, to have you walk and talk in self-awareness and in self-control emotionally for Jesus. If you don't know who you are, then believing him who knows who you are will only leave you deflated and stuck in a rut. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I've been there too, so I definitely know what I'm talking about. I'm not going back to the way things were, and neither are you. Join me for an hour of power, as It's Positively Spiritual helps you to unstuck yourself the Christian way. So, if you are ready, let's get ready to rumble with positive spirituality. the one thing that I've got that you haven't got? Your attention. And thank you for it. I am your host and mentor, Shannon Lynn. Welcome to It's Positively Spiritual. This is a podcast series sent to you on the daily to create awareness and educate you on how you can become empowered to thrive positively in your life by exposing you to the not so positive in your life. This is straight talk content that exposes you to your feelings to have you walk and talk in self-awareness and in self-control emotionally for Jesus. Now, if you don't know who you are, then believing him who knows who you are will only leave you deflated and stuck in a rut. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I've been there too, so I definitely know what I'm talking about. I'm not going back to the way things were and neither are you. So join me for an hour of power as It's Positively Spiritual helps you to unstuck yourself the Christian way. So if you are ready, let's get ready to rumble with positive spirituality. Good day to you, my friends. Welcome to the very first podcast of It's Positively Spiritual. My name is Shannon Lynn, and I would like to kick it off with a positive, uplifting podcast for you today. I'd like to inspire you to become inspired in your life, to go the distance and see your inner challenges as a means to help you, not hinder you. Being a Christian and on fire for Christ is not easy, and sometimes what we endure is unappealing, but we do take our stand because of what Jesus endured for us. Life is still difficult and challenging no matter what. No one said it would be easy. We truly did not know what we were getting ourselves into when we signed up to say yes to Jesus. No one tells us that we have inner work to do. Inner work is difficult and trying, and some days can just get us down where we don't see life's messages in the details of life. 
Where's the inspiration? All we see is a life full of anguish and disempowerment and disappointment. Well, hopefully this podcast has come right on time as I'd like to offer you inspired encouragement to help you get through your day one step at a time with one heartfelt prayer at a time. Have you ever watched the movie called The Walk? It's based on a true life story of the man who walked between the twin towers of New York on a tight rope, unaided, no net, no harness, no joke. This movie, made in 2015, was based on the life of 24-year-old Philippe Petit, who defied the odds to live out his dream. He left France to make it big in the Big Apple of New York. His family in France did not believe that Philippe could earn a living as a tightrope walker, and Philippe set out to prove them wrong. He ignored the deflating lectures of his parents and followed his heart, not for fame, not for money, but for the love Philippe had for himself and for his skill. Watching this movie had me inspired. He made tightrope walking look so easy. Yes, Philippe practiced any chance he had. However, the one thing Philippe had that most of us do not have is self-confidence and a positive attitude. Philippe did not doubt himself, even when he was in a new country with no friends. Philippe carried a self-confidence within that showed. People were willing to believe in Philippe because he believed in himself. People trusted Philippe and took him at his word. They believed in him so fiercely, and some of his newfound friends actually broke the law to see that Philippe would have his dream come true. This man had a zest for life, and I get it. The movie doesn't focus on God, so what's the point of talking about it? Well, I'd like us to focus on the human spirit and how self-confidence can help us achieve our pinnacle of faith in Jesus. This movie told a story from the beaches of positivity, something all of us definitely need more of today, now and again, don't you think? Do you know where positivity actually comes from? Well, it comes from heaven, as it is a characteristic of God. Positivity is a trademark in your faith for Jesus. Now, you can do all things in Jesus, who is your strength, but That's not easy to see in the life that's crumbling around you, is it? Well, God's strength backs you up as his strength is rooted in positivity. So let's figure this out together. Because with Jesus, you cannot fail. But we do fail. And that's because we put our hope elsewhere. We end up walking away from that protecting strength and say, mm, sorry, Jesus, not today. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling like reading the Bible. I don't have time to devote an hour to you today. I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm feeling defeated today. I can't go on. This walk for you, Jesus, is just too hard. Give me a freaking break today. 
Sometimes we even forget we have left our place at Jesus' side and we accuse him of leaving and walking away from us. We say, I can't feel God today. I can't feel him anymore. What the heck did I do wrong? Jesus, where are you? Well, getting back to this movie called The Walk, Philippe Petit did not have Jesus, or so the movie suggests, but he had something in him that we have missing in ourselves today. And what is missing in ourselves makes all the difference in our faith walk with Jesus. We're missing courage. We lack the courage to stand and face our fears. Philippe stood up to his. As Philippe stood on the high wire between the top of the two towers, Philippe stepped out and walked. With the depth of death under his feet, Philippe just kept walking. He remained composed as he silently and methodically kept one foot in front of the other. He did not buckle midway through. He did not stop frozen in fear. He let his feet be his guide, focusing on how he had already accomplished this in his mind. And it's because he did. Every time Philippe practiced successfully, this was equivalent to successfully achieving his goal. Do we think like this? Oh, no. In practice, Philippe would walk the rope at a height that would actually endanger his life. Once he was successful at his practice at specific heights, he knew he was ready for the real thing. Philippe overcame the former to overcome the latter. Philippe knew he was successful because he was alive. That was the measure of his success. We are alive. And, and do we measure the breaths that we take as our success? No. We don't recognize that we are successful because we fail to understand who succeeded over death for us. Why do we not hold any confidence in life? It's because we don't understand the gift of life. We are not mindful of life's challenges as how they bring about our confidence because when we finally see what the challenges are trying to teach us, we then become conquerors through Jesus. See, challenges may hinder us, but that hindrance we can switch around just by perspective alone. Challenges are our chance, as they are our practice time to get life right. Philippe was not afraid of dying. He could not fail because he was not burdened with doubt. He was not prideful. He just knew himself and he trusted in his skill. We doubt in our skill because we take our focus off of the one whom our strength comes from as we doubt in ourselves. Think about this for a moment. Jesus chose you to dwell in. Do you not think he knows what you are capable of? 
He certainly does, and he's waiting patiently for you to take that leap of faith and push your fear aside to just step out and walk with him. Philippe Petit walked a high wire on air, but it is Jesus that suspends us on water. Philippe trusted his skill and became confident in his skill as his physical and spiritual natures were disciplined in his skill through practice. Philippe defied death by overcoming himself to become more empowering than death. Do we need to defy death? Do we need to run away scared every time something bad happens to us? Well, death can be avoided, but we don't need to smack it in the face with our skill. We have power over death by allowing Jesus to become our strength because he dealt with death already so that we don't have to. We don't need death to challenge our worth and challenge our reason for being So every time something challenging comes along, make your stand. Don't run away. Do not run away from those bills, that debt, your marriage, your studies, or yourself. Stand encouraged to accept these problems. Be still to know God has a way out. Be still in your heart and mind. Do not give over to panic and fear because fear leads to death. Even if, eventually, running away from The things that concern you will cause a death of your relationships, a death to financial freedom, a death to your liberation, all because fear causes us to fall. You don't have to let fear prevail over you because fear causes you to disassociate yourself from yourself and from Jesus. See, the inherent nature of fear is to run from Jesus naturally. And love naturally runs to Jesus because love is Jesus. Like attracts like. We cannot want love and act in fear at the same time. We must create unity in our hearts and minds. We must stay steadfast We must not be divided in our spiritual houses. Remember the scripture that says that our bodies are the temple of God. When we forget this, we abandon our house and leave it up to squatters. Fear is the squatter in your temple and it's up to you to clean house daily. Jesus died on the cross For our sins, he overcame fear so that we do not have to. Face your emotional fears, my friends. Get honest with yourself. Accept that fear is a part of you. It is because of your fear that you are in the emotional state that you are in now. It may be that you are enduring trauma and you have a lot of fear to address in that trauma. And that's okay. Your fears that must be faced are fears of what we all fear. We face abandonment, rejection, and unworthiness. In feeling these fears personally, 
We end up running from them out of fear. And fear is what keeps bringing these things back so that we can address them. And then we end up repeating the same patterns of rinse and repeat, running from them, having these things brought back to us and running from them again, just to have them brought back to us again, to have us run from them again. There is a reason for this. Because in the facade of running from our fears, we are actually experiencing the fear itself. In experiencing fear, we experience more hurt. And in experiencing more hurt, we are re-traumatizing ourselves over again, repeating a process that we fear. And because we fear it, we are bringing it to us. When you stand in front of your fear and face your fears of abandonment, rejection, and unworthiness, you stop running. You stop running from yourself and you then lean into acceptance. Can you accept the fact that what if the world rejected you? Can you just sit with the thought and accept that what if the world abandoned you? Can you accept what if the world considers you unworthy? Would you be any different than who you are now if the world, 7 billion people on this planet came to you all at once and started rejecting you? abandoning you, and saying that you're unworthy? Can you feel any worse than what you are already feeling? Because the truth of the matter is, fear is causing you to assume that everybody has rejected and abandoned you and called you unworthy. But this is a projection of yourself. It is the fear within you that has already rejected you, abandoned you, and called you unworthy. Running from yourself in fear is what it means to actually deny yourself. And this is where the true dilemma of the trauma exists. When you stop running, you stop hiding you then can see how others are treating you because you are first treating yourself in ways that are hindering you. When you stop running, you see yourself for who you truly are. Ooh, ouch. It is gonna hurt. And yes, Childhood trauma is caused by people taking advantage of our vulnerability in our innocence. How we as adults continue that trauma is that we fail to see ourselves in that trauma any other way than being that little child or that person who is vulnerable and susceptible to other people's perceptions of who they think we are. 
We treat ourselves as the vulnerable child back then at the time of when trauma happened. And this is how people, we allow people to get away with victimizing us as adults because they see us victimizing ourselves, but we sugarcoat it with labels such as enabling and attachment disorders. In our fear, we cannot accept that we were vulnerable back then because our mind now is mature and we are still unknowingly identifying with that vulnerability back then, not realizing that we have the skills now to overcome. Jesus shed his blood to cover your sins as your sin has been forgiven by his blood. And this is what helps us to recognize the fear that we have within as fear is something within us that we need to deal with. Your life is found in Jesus, and when you learn to put away your fears because you do not have to entertain them anymore, you give yourself permission to entertain fear. And when you stop entertaining fear, you will feel peace as you will become free. We do not recognize that we are identifying with our vulnerabilities because we are too busy pushing away from ourselves. We are running away from ourselves because if we really knew ourselves, we would then find our identity in Jesus and Jesus naturally pushes away fear. Jesus, through the cross, put to death the fear that creates death. Fear is trying to escape the abandonment, the rejection and unworthiness from Jesus. And we are identifying with that fear, thinking it is us. Death should be so foreign to us that we just stay away from it. We don't want anything to do with it because we know exactly what it is through Jesus. But we forget the cross, so we forget that death embodies rejection, abandonment, and unworthiness. So let me ask you, what if we just stopped and faced death head on? So what if someone has rejected us? So what if someone has abandoned us? So what if someone has claimed we are unworthy? Do you live your life for that someone? No, you do not. You live your life for you as you live your life for Jesus. When you face your fear, you face yourself and you stop running from yourself. See, the oxymoron to this is fear has us running away from ourselves, but we can never run away from ourselves. Fear has us rejecting ourselves, abandoning ourselves, but we can never truly reject or abandon ourselves because we follow us wherever we go. 
Your consciousness is rooted within your soul. Your self-awareness is rooted in you. Whatever you do in life, you make decisions. And you make decisions for you. Trauma actually sets you on a fool's errand. How can you run away from yourself? How can you abandon yourself? How can you reject yourself when you're the one that's making decisions for you every moment of the day? You go to bed at a certain time at night. You eat at a certain time of the day. You brush your teeth. You drive your car. You diligently work at your desk. You teach your children. You talk to your friends. You hug your spouse. You are present, up close and personal with you every second moment of this day. You cannot be rejected. You cannot be abandoned. It is impossible. So with that said, Jesus makes it impossible for us to be rejected and abandoned. He died so that we might live. He also said that he would never ever leave us nor forsake us. And fear tries to prove him wrong. And fear ends up looking like the fool. And we don't even know it. We end up treating ourselves like we do not matter. When it's fear that does not matter. Because fear stands against God and tries to get us to stand against God by fearing the inevitable, that we are worthy. We are forever loved. We are forever embraced. It is fear that is rejected, abandoned, and unworthy of us. Fear is unworthy of our attention as Jesus overcame fear on the cross. If we can be convinced that fear is more powerful than God, then we become convinced that we have been forsaken, that we are abandoned, and that we are unworthy. Do you see the lies within fear? Do you see the deception in fear? Fear is the one who should be forsaken. Fear is the one we should reject. Fear is not our ally, but our enemy, as fear leads to our demise. And death should be feared when one doesn't have Jesus. The cross of Jesus is where we find life. Jesus shed his blood to cover our sins. As our sins have been forgiven by his blood, there is nothing to fear. Your life is found in Jesus. And when you learn to put away your fears because you do not have to entertain fear any longer, you will feel peace as you become free. Philippe Petit walked successfully between the Twin Towers of New York as his courageous nature was rooted in positivity and belief for himself. It is not wrong to believe in one's abilities. However, 
to believe in our ability and forsake Jesus, who is our strength, this is how our lives become disempowered. Jesus is our light, as he is the light of all men. And the nature of Jesus is positive because in him there is no darkness, there is no fear. What has Jesus done for you that you cannot do for yourself? Just think about this. He has fought the good fight. He has fought death by submitting his own life to it. We don't need to submit our lives to it. We're not martyrs to replace the saving grace of Jesus. It is only Jesus who rose from the depths of the grave, as it is only Jesus who was resurrected from death so that he has mastery over it. So all of us who come to Jesus in faith, we will have mastery over death as well through him, not by our own ways of thinking and doing things. Jesus himself determines who lives and who dies, not fear. And all who believe in Jesus through the gift of Jesus giving up his life for ours, we will be saved. And that is how we overcome our fear, to know that fear is already dealt with. We don't have to fight this battle between us and fear any longer. We're not going to win it on our own. In understanding fear, we automatically have every reason to be happy. We have every reason to be joyful. We have every reason to seek success in this life because through Jesus we are successful. So my friends, rejoice in this day because today is the day the Lord has made and you are alive, you are breathing because Jesus was successful at overcoming death so that we don't have to slap it in the face to defy it just so that we can live. I encourage you to go check out the movie, The Walk. May it inspire you to live a happier and joyful life in the name of the one who made your life possible. Jesus Christ. The main takeaway in this podcast is that I'd like to leave you with this. Consider your ways and take a look at the areas of your life that cause you to become fearful. How do you handle these situations? Do you ditch God and try to mastermind your way out or do you seek godly guidance and wait on God's direction? When you make God your daily practice, you learn how to navigate your way in life by putting one foot in front of the other as God goes before you to lay fear at your feet. Today is the day God has made and that means today you can stop running in fear and start living in love. Live in love and you will put to death fear. Be inspired today by taking inspired action to read, act, and behave godly precepts in your life, and you will watch your life become an inspiration for someone else. Well, my friends, that's all the time we have today. 
Please tune in tomorrow for another inspiring episode of It's Positively Spiritual, helping you to regroup and recover to get your life back on track spiritually by following the straight and narrow path through Jesus Christ, who is our Lord. Thanks for listening. My name is Shannon Lane. Be blessed. that I've got that you haven't got your attention and thank you for it. I am your host and mentor Shannon Lynn and welcome to It's Positively Spiritual. This is a podcast series sent to you on the daily to create awareness and educate you on how you can become empowered to thrive positively in your life by exposing you to the not so positive in your life. This is straight talk content that exposes you to your feelings, to have you walk and talk in self-awareness and in self-control emotionally for Jesus. If you don't know who you are, then believing him who knows who you are will only leave you deflated and stuck in a rut. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I've been there too, so I definitely know what I'm talking about. I'm not going back to the way things were, and neither are you. Join me for an hour of power, as It's Positively Spiritual helps you to unstuck yourself the Christian way. So, if you are ready, let's get ready to rumble with positive spirituality. (laughs) 